You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Hello, all you loyal listeners, and thank you so much for joining us for Episode 3 of Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. If you want to leave feedback for the show, you can do that on Empire of Rust's channel on the Transmissions Discord server. Go to Discord and look for Empire of Rust in the podcast channel. Not only can you ask questions and leave feedback, but you can talk with the cast, too. Pythagoras and Magnum, Sweet Spot, Rex, Blazer Grazer Laser, Carapace, and Wildstrike are all going to be there talking with all of you and answering any questions you have for them. You can also send an email to rust at transmissionspodcast.com. And, of course, you can leave comments on Facebook or Twitter. Come join us, interact with us, drop us a line. We love hearing feedback, and we love hearing your questions. And with that, on to the show. Welcome to Episode 3 of Empire of Rust. When last we left, these guys were about to go visit Wheeljack's lab. Before you head out, Depth Charge approaches Rex with a somber look on his face. Behind him is a bot you've never seen before, and he walks up to Rex. Rex, before you leave, Clothos would like to have a word with you. And he gestures to the fembot behind him. The bot is mostly black, with green highlights, and has several spindly appendages attached to her back that are reminiscent of Carapace. The two of them have a conversation, but it's too low for you guys to hear. And during it, Clothos gestures to Rex's back several times. Uh, And in the end, it looks like Rex agrees to something. He nods his head, and kind of looks resigned. He comes back to all of you, and tells you that the Fate Weavers have an important job for him. He can't tell you any more right now, but he's going to need to deal with this for the next day or two. And with that, he walks off. All right, well, uh, breaks before turns, we should probably get right on seeing Real Jack. It's fairly early in the day still, so you have plenty of time to to do your stuff or do whatever you want to do. Seems like a pretty important and knowledgeable bot. Definitely something that we ought to see. Which way to his uh, lab? South. South. <laughs> All right, transform into a car, and I go. Zip-zim. In terms of uh, transportation, we have a car, we have a jet, we have a spider tank, and we have a building. All right, so you guys want to head over to Wheeljack's lab, huh? Well, I hope so. I'm already there. You're already, yeah, you're already halfway there. Uh, so the question about transportation, uh, how are you guys... Is this uh, quite a distance we have to go? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit. I mean, you can walk there, certainly, but it's not going to be just, like, next door kind of thing. Do they have things like monorails, and are they sentient? They could be. Probably. Everything is just sentient. Hello, Mr. Sidewalk. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you walking on my face? It's like, oh, Toiletron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But that's the big question. So you're you're driving. Fly there. Wildstrike's going to fly. 
Do you turn into a small jet? Like, you're not cool enough to, like, be able to pick up a Yeah, jet. there's no mass shift. Okay. Not, not yet, because I'm eventually going to do a mass shift just because I'm like, it makes sense that when I'm in my armor, I feel I should be bigger. Like, Ultra Magnus was big, but I'm not there yet because feats right. and levels and stuff like that. Who do we talk to amongst the two of you when you're a collective entity? Are you trying to push my buttons here? Do I have two mouths? No, I'm asking. Like, for, I'm not. I'm not talking in character. When we're separated or when we're together? Like, so like if you're if you're not building and scientist in your, you'd think that would be simpler since he's, he's just a, a robot. You talk to him into his face. I mean, but I mean, like, which is which one t- does the talking? Is it Pythagoras or is it Magnum? It's, it's mainly Magnum. You are Magnum. They don't really understand the difference, but uh, yeah, he is he is Magnum. Pythera Magnum. No, it really is him. That's his personality there. It's tempered a little bit. I mean, if you want to put it in technical terms, he's without Pythagoras attached, he's chaotic neutral. With Pythagoras attached, he's, I wouldn't call him chaotic good, but a little more in that direction. Do you, do you see it as like a schizophrenic interaction? That's to be determined. Chaotic well-intended. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> It'd be funny if Pythagoras was just a figment of his imagination. <laughs> I guess we should take the train. Uh, sure. I guess uh, we'll grab a train if there is one. I don't, he doesn't care if he walks, but he wants to ride the train. Do they do they have teleportation? Some bots do. But it's like it's, it's difficult. It's more of a unique thing to each individual bot. Like in some of the movies, they have like warp gates. We teleported a planet, and you're like, "Whoa, that's high tech shit!" Like you know, it was like if we're like, "I need to go to the next continent." Do we get on a maglev train, or do they literally have, space like... Space bridge. Yeah. They do have space bridges. They're not very common. There's usually one per Titan. There are some cases where you can find, like, a scattered space bridge in, like, on a, another planet that just had to be built there, like, during, you know, during, like, their golden age kind of thing. Some bots have a unique ability to teleport innately as part of who they are but it's not so much a technological thing where it was built it's just part of who right. they you are you can't just go out and buy like a oh i have a teleportation bracelet and right okay so it's restricted technology but it's possible okay yep. so sweet spot and wild striker go in their own way and carapace and magnum are taking the train transformer commuters uh wild strike you would probably get there first barely i don't know about that well, I imagine you have no traffic, so... Um, he said barely. Well, I also I also did get a little bit of head start. So I'm only waiting about 10 minutes for you? Minutes, are, you are you guys just going to pull like them seconds. out now so you can measure? <laughs> like, you know, just... Boy, am I glad I didn't go with them. <laughs> right. Do either of you two want to do anything before Carapace and Magnum arrive? Be comfortable waiting for them and for the rest of us there. What are you waiting for? For the others. Or you want to wait for that? You're going to get here. We'll catch him up. Don't worry. Let's go in. All we'll right. see him out. Wheeljack, where you at? Why are you in a rush? I'm not in a rush. This is my normal speed. Kind of in a rush. Yeah. This is the way I operate. Go first, get things done, pave the way. Not that I'm a paving car. I just like pavement. Really oh. good pavement. Oh, super smooth. Feels so good on the treads. <laughs> Feels so good. I wouldn't know anything about it. Well, you got to land, don't you? You got wheels when you're a jet. Wild Strike, let me get your thoughts on this. You're about to head into Wheeljack's lab. Wheeljack is a fairly well-known Autobot. You are Decepticon. Yes. Is the Autobot-Decepticon dichotomy still existing? Or is it like a, is it like a political stance? It's more a political stance. More of a self-identification thing. So people still walk around with the symbol being like, what up? Wild Strike does. Do you? Yeah. yeah. You guys <laughs> a private? 
He's about who's in touch with himself. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, last time you had asked if any members of the council have a symbol on you, a symbol on them, and I had erroneously told you no. There is one member of the council that does. Windblade has an Autobot symbol. And Starscream no longer has a Decepticon symbol? Correct. Interesting. The only person on the council who is openly wearing a badge of any kind is Windblade. Interesting that she would be an Autobot, especially a colony, a colony of representative. Well, we have supporters on, uh, on Velostron as well. Not many of them. They are definitely a minority. But they're, they are open to their views. They're allowed to have them, just like everybody. You two get into the Science Directorate building. And it's a pretty big building, so you, it takes a few minutes to kind of find where Wheeljack's lab actually is in the office. Well, uh, I suppose all we need to do is just uh, check out the directory, find out where that is, and uh, head right on down. Should be fairly simple. Usually is. Don't mind if it's a little bit difficult. I mean, I like doing a little run around. We do have some time to kill before the other two get there. Do you find his lab located in the basement of all places? I'm okay with this. Helps contain the fires. Wheeljack, you in there? Wheeljack? Hold your horses there, buddy. Okay. I'll hold all 400 of them. The door slides open. I'll go in. Yeah, I'll go in. I went in first. I said, go right ahead. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Once you guys get in the door, you two arrive outside of the building. I figured they would get here first. Yeah, maybe they went to the bar or something. That sounds like a really good idea. Should we go to a bar and wait for him? Well, yeah, why not? Right. Let's go. Don't we have communicators? Are you going to use them? Oh, we're not. <laughs> we got there first. Right, I'm just reminding everybody that we do have communicators. If Right. <laughs> we, we probably should do that. <sighs> All right. Where are you, losers? We're inside. Basement level. Inside of what? The building. Science director. All right. Don't touch anything. I haven't touched anything except the door. The outside door, the inside door. <sighs> the directory when I was reading. I've touched everything. These guys screwed everything up. All right. We'll be right there. Don't worry. We don't have prints. Don't you know that's how big a problem that is? <laughs> <laughs> no problem for me. Nothing will point back to me. I'm going to be running for office pretty soon. Yeah, he's talking like a suspect. I'll have to make a note of that. The only language you understand is suspect. Everyone's a dirtbag. I know, your accent is guilty. That's, what, what is that? Like, <laughs> You're all guilty of something, man. <laughs> Just who gets punched for it first. If anyone wants to make a culture check to figure anything out about Wheeljack, you are welcome to. Dice rolling! Natural one! Which means I have a one. <laughs> Uh, Coach, you say it? Probably separate when we get there. This is all technical stuff. That would be a 17 for Sweet Spot. 15 for Pythagoras. Yes, Carapace, you think that Wheeljack is a Decepticon. You're confused as to why everyone's telling you he's an Autobot. You're trying to put two and two together like Wheeljack. I know I've heard that name before. Where, where is he? What has he done? He's a Decepticon. I know he's a Decepticon. Why are these people telling me he's an Autobot? Well, I'm usually wrong. So, Pythagoras and Sweet Spot, though, uh, you do get a little bit of information. Obviously, he is an Autobot, and he is one of the Autobots' chief scientists as well. 
a crazy mad, mad inventor. He was the one who actually uh, attempted to repair the combiner, Superion, uh, after he was damaged uh, a few years back out in the wastelands. Who are you guys? Why are you knocking on my door? I have work to do. Well, we are Jack. Uh, my name is Sweet Spot. This here is Wildstrike. Uh, we are delegates from the council. Uh, we are sent here to investigate the uh, the bombings that were in the plaza just yesterday. I'm sure you realize that, seeing as how you have some of the uh, some of the ev- evidence here, have some information to share with us, maybe some contacts. We're here to get all that you know about the subject and take it forward with our investigation. By the way, we have two others that are going to be uh, coming down the stairs any minute now. They just gave us a call. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the council gave me a call. Uh, please then, come in, come in. You have a lot of evidence to look at. Actually, no, that's a lie. You have very little evidence to look at. Okay, well, either way. So his lab is chaos. Absolute chaos. Hmm. Everything is disorganized. There's stuff everywhere. He's the only person in the lab at the moment, but there is just a ton of stuff everywhere. And as you're looking around, you kind of see it in one of the main work tables. It looks like... He is taking some scrapings off of like pieces of, of burnt and twisted metal. Is this what we're here to see? This is the remains of the building, or one of the buildings. The explosive used was called Tritinoroid. It was a bomb fuel that was primarily used by Decepticons during the war. It kind of gives a bit of a sidelong glance at, uh, at Wild Strike over here. Pretty good feat considering he doesn't have a face. I was going to say, is this the one that has just, like, the... He, he glows when he moves, and he's got, like, the things and like, looks like he's wearing headphones? Right. He does have eyes, though. It's very expressive eyes, apparently. <laughs> yep. It looks like he's always wearing, like, a... a like like a, the mask and the flashy thingies. I'll, uh, stare him down as he's giving looks. He stares you right back down. Tritinoroid is still very easily available to to a, a lot of people. If you were a demolitions expert of any kind, uh, you would know how to synthesize the stuff. Ah, you know any uh, experts that we might confer with? I do not. The Autobots really didn't use uh, Tritinoroid during the war. It was pretty much a Decepticon thing. But now, anybody can get it. Let's go down to your local drugstore. Well, it's not that easy. But someone who has the knowledge and someone who has, has used it before certainly could synthesize it. Okay. So uh, now that the war is over, do you know of anyone that might be in that line of work, demolitions? Maybe someone who can uh, synthesize it? Maybe someone who can point us to someone who can do that? No one that I know is making it. Mm. Plus, making bombs is illegal. Well, obviously. Is there a way for us to detect it? It does have a fairly unique chemical signature. Yes. So it would be possible to have some sort of scanning device to look for that signature? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you had a, if you had a member of your party who was uh, uh, able to scan anything. If only we had a sensor bay. Didn't uh, Magnum say that uh, he had a chemilizer, chemical analyzer thing, thingamajig? Yeah, he was detecting the bombs, so he might have something like that. Well, that's great. Now he knows what to look for, you can probably dial it in. Where is that bot? And that is when Carapace and Magnum walk in. Speak of the building. I will ask Will Jack if he could fill in uh, the information about the bombs to our friends here. Right. I'll switch out if he's going to start talk talking technical. Magnum will transform and Pythagoras will pop out. You can hear it. Oh my. Or is it rude to transform in public? Let me just pull the little guy out. <laughs> hey! Watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> I haven't seen a headmaster in a couple thousand years. 
Hey, the little guy. I'm Wheeljack. Maybe, you, maybe you have, and maybe you didn't know it. Uh, nice to meet you, sir. Sorry, we're late. Uh, you mind uh, just filling us in what the what's going on? He'll repeat what Sweet Spot and Wild Strike we're talking to him about. He'll fill you in the Camelizer and fill you in on the Tritinoroid. Does Thagris know anything more about the Tritinoroid? I believe that would be a physical science check. On a scale of, like, dynamite to C4, where is, like, Tritinoroid? Is it, like, Big Bomb? Much closer to C4. It did bring down some buildings, after all. And they were Transformer buildings, so they're made out of space metal. They're also, like... Four times the scale of human right, building. Right. Would you like me to help you out with that check? I would if I could, but I can't, so I won't. <laughs> he's not. He's not sure. Yeah, uh, nine. He got a one. It, it's explosive. It was bang. I uh, know. Pretty much all you know is what uh, Wheeljack just told you about it. That Decepticons were the primary users of it, and it is highly, highly explosive. Uh, well, can I uh, use this lab to make a detector? He will give you, uh, he'll give you a data pad that has the, the the chemical signature of it. So if you can detect it, you can load it into your, your systems and try to figure out where it is. We need some sort of chemical sensor. Do you have a chemical analyzer? We have a chem, I have a chemalizer, but a chemalizer isn't really long range sensor as far as I know. It's not really range, so we need to do... It's for, like, identifying... Yeah, it's like you can use it stuff. to identify, do stuff with life sciences and, and physical science, anything involving identifying chemicals and compounds and so forth. But doing it at range, well, we'd need to do some extra work. So that's so why I was sort of hoping that, that he could... Because it would help to have some professional facilities to do that. Certainly. So is he willing to let me use it? Are you willing to work in this environment? <laughs> what does the environment look like? Chaos. Yep. Absolute chaos. Uh, nothing seems to be labeled. It looks like the only person who really knows where everything is, is Wheeljack himself. You'll see other scientists kind of walking by, just kind of looking in, just kind of shaking their head. <laughs> can we use it? Can we use something in this building then? If, you know, this isn't ideal. Uh, if you want Wheeljack to build it for you, he will. Oh, yeah, if, you, if he's so inclined, that would be great. Probably do a better job. If you give him the rest of the day, he will build you a short-range chemical tracker, essentially, uh, with a range out to about 500 to 600 feet or so. So you'll still need to find kind of roughly where it's coming from, but this will allow you to track it down a lot easier. Is he going to build a, a Transformer Bloodhound? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I think he's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not to spoil anything for y'all, but I think that's going to happen. Yeah, we plug it into a Magnum and get quadruple the range. All right, was well, there anything else that we need to ask this fellow about? You're totally happy with uh, being able to do that for us? It would really be appreciated. Yeah, I can do it for you. Okay, and about how much time do you need? Uh, give me the rest of the day. I can have it for you by the uh, by tomorrow morning. By tomorrow morning? Oh, that is the rest of the day. And then some of the night. And then some of the next morning. Doesn't he have, does he have an Autobot symbol on? Yes, he does. I thought you were Decepticon. Ooh, boy. I take a little step back. How dare you? Are you up next to him? I mean, I'm not, like, getting in his face. It's just kind of, I'm like... like it was like, I just noticed it because I'm largely oblivious, and I'm like, wait, aren't you a Decepticon? Like, you know... I have never been a Decepticon. All right. I fought against Decepticons for thousands of years. Okay. So that, that's a no, then? That's a no. Okay. 
I think it's a no. Why would you think I was a Decepticon? I don't know, I remembered you being a Decepticon, and here you are flaunting an Autobot symbol, and I thought it was kind of weird. Yeah, that is sort of suspicious. I think I'm, like, sciencing. And you said you know how to make this explosive? Yes. All right. High five. <laughs> He's just sort of sitting there in the corner. Like, can you talk when you're in... Vending machine? Yeah. No, I can't. That's why I'm addressing you right now. I've got some great partners here. Real sharp. Now, our sharp one is talking to somebody else, I think. He's got spikes on him. Oh, Rex? Yeah. Oh, the dinosaurs. That'll really bring up the intelligence around here. Well, if there's uh, nothing else that we need to ask this fellow about, I suppose we should get out of, out of his way, let him uh, do his thing, start his work, and maybe we can uh, head on over to the clients. We would want to know suppliers of chemicals that would be to used to make this stuff. What would you know? If someone just wanted to make this stuff, where would they go to get the certain? I was presuming there's a set of ingredients that we need. Yes, you can't just you know get it on the street kind of thing. You can't just like walk into a shop and say, "Hey, I need you know tritinoroid explosive or tritinoroid explosive components." So you're able to do that. The base chemicals to make this stuff are fairly common and can be found in, in you know, many places. It's not like it has this really unique component piece to it that is, is trackable. Is there a directory that that has all the nearby chemo- industrial chemical suppliers? Uh, with some time, if since we just can take the rest of the day to, to build a chemo- uh, the chemical tracker for you, you can go ahead and, and, and do a computer check and take a look and see if you can find some uh, chemical suppliers. So Pythagoras's plan, if he can access any sort of central computer network, such as it is, is to basically gather all the data from all the all the, the component chemicals and all the um, supplies, whoever picked them up, and and sort of aggregate them and try to figure out if there's any commonalities because you have chemicals A, B, C, and D that need to be used to make this stuff. Um, is there any commonalities between any any one person who bought all four within a, all four or five or whatever however many there are within that certain period of time? Is there any location or a specific selling company that supplied all that? I mean, they're all probably going to be selling this stuff in various amounts. So he's just going to look for patterns to see if like someone's buying all four recently in in the appropriate amounts or that sort of thing. Do some data mining, basically. Give me a computer's check. I've been rolling today. 15. Oh, you know, I'm actually pretty good at computers. I got a uh, 15 for a computer used to aid you, so that would add a plus 2 to your roll, I believe. All right, so Pythagoras got a 17 for a computer's roll. Are we using the, uh, for every X over 10, it increases? Yes. Uh, and the is it so for every so if you get a ten it's plus two if you get a twenty it's plus four thirty is plus six. It takes you actually a good amount of time to kind of sift through all that data about half of the rest of the day. You find nine possible places, and as you're looking through the list, you realize that they're all medical facilities. Uh, the biggest one is Central Reclamation, which is the ma- the major hospital for Iacon. And the other eight seem to be uh, local repair clinics. These are, uh, these are organizations who are requesting the chemicals. The, the, the main one has got the most of all of the required ones? Yes. 
but it makes sense to you because that's the biggest one. The other eight facilities all seem to have kind of the same, the, the same rough, uh, rough amounts. So it doesn't seem like that they're getting more or less than each other. There's minor variations, of course, but nothing that really uh, stands out to you as suspicious. Do any of the smaller ones get enough that they would need? All of them do. You don't need a whole lot to make a little bit of tritinoroid. So is this kind of like napalm? Like you can get it from like almost common household elements. You just have to know what you're doing. Kind of. Okay, yeah. So that's really hard to track. Yeah. So it's more about the skill of the person who is making it than it is about the, a tough time getting supplies of it. So we should more search for people that have specialized training as opposed to the chemicals or maybe at least cross-reference those two lists. Yeah. But there's one other thing I'd like to do if I can before that is if I can, uh, I can get access to these medical facilities inventories and see if there's any way to have a more a larger deficit than any like there's a dip in uh, if like one is suddenly used more you think maybe someone's stealing some of it or something if they're stealing it or if they've used extra i mean they presumably they're all going to use sort of a similar amount on 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 average for whatever they needed for unless right. there's obviously a special need there but that could be, be uh, that could be that could be falsified too right Anyone who has access well, to the chemicals could be, probably has access to, but to, the, to the logs uh, stating what the inventory levels are. Well, we could, do, we could have them do visual inspections, but it might be a good place to just check the, the logs to see if, if someone didn't, if so, depending on how careful the person was who took it. You want to see if there's anyone that has a uh, record or history of using said chemicals to make the, uh, well, yeah, we what can, is it, tritinoroid? We can do that. We can we can check the people who have access to it afterwards. And see if any of them are actually working in these places? Yeah, but I'd like to see if there's a facility that's that's used more of it than usual lately. And maybe Localized their, their inventory is low. Because that'll sort of let us home in on All right. where to look. Well, let me help you with that. Can I do a computer for that? Uh, you are going to do nine computers checks because you're not going to be able to just get the information. You're not going to be able to get the information from one place. You're going to need to try and hack into each of the individual places to see what their inventory level. I have to hack in. I can't. I can't request access to our ability to, since we have rights. Since we have a rights to investigate, can we request official access? You can try. Actually, what do you guys think? Should we request official, official access, or should we just? Is it, would that be? Would that warn them? Uh, it's possible it could. It could warn them. I think uh, maybe we just do this on our own. If you guys are capable enough to hack in on your own, cool. And if you can't, then we ask. It should be uh, fairly faster too. It looks. It'll at least look like we're trying to do something. So when we get paid, all right, we're not. Um, that really hurts you, doesn't it? I'm a mercenary, dude. Noted. But that's actually funny. Now that I think about it, like, what did I get paid in? <laughs> you know? Just like... Yeah. Were you a successful mercenary? If, if so, I, you I could be rich. Know. I know. All right, then I'll, I'll do the rules. I'm trying to be quiet about this. I don't mind being slow about it. But I don't want to activate the countermeasures and, and want to sort of leave everything as I found it, too. Can you repeat that part where you just said you, you're not worried about being fast? Not worried about being fast. You're killing sweets over here. Yeah, come on, man. Talk faster. I know. I'm, I'm, he's being deliberate, and you're helping him. Go faster. Go faster. Go. That's not helping. That's that's not helping. <laughs> Still not helping. <laughs> while striking carapace, what are you two doing while Sweet Spot and Pythagoras get their science on? Is there like a uh, a mercenaries guild for like bounty hunting? 
you would think probably the bar is like a bar is probably the best place to start oh, that. That's so terrible. We have to go to the bar. Ugh. Really? We have to? I think we have to. Ugh. I'm being obligated. We had mentioned looking for people with the expertise to create this as well. Um, is that something we can do? If you want to talk with people and try to get information that way, sure. Uh, the only other way would be to try and do a computer check to see if you can kind of get a list of, of of people. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Or you could, you could, you could if you're going to talk, talk to people, maybe uh, find out about Cybertron 1. Yeah. To see if just put some feelers out that maybe you're interested in joining or something. That's true. That's a good point. They're, they're talking about going to a bar. Type faster. Come on now. <laughs> I know you can go faster than that. Put your fingers into the little fingers. So, like, I'm a decent tracker, but I need to have something to track. You know, so it's like, we could be like, oh, let's go back to the rubble. But, like, there were a million people there. So, like, without having something to track. And that synthesizer thing is not up and running yet, right? Do you have scent? No, I don't have scent, but I have survival. And I'm pretty, pretty damn good at it, so. Yep. I've got no sense at all. But, yeah, going to the bar could accomplish that as well. Finding out information about... Uh, Cybertron first, and people that might have expertise with this. Enter, next land, come on. Right. Enter, next land, come on. So I, and this is uh, another one of those weird ones. What, like, we don't get drunk. Or do we have, like, tainted Energon? Like, <laughs> you have what's called a fuel inhibitor chip, an FIM, which you can, at will, turn on or off. If you turn it off, you can actually get drunk. So this is like the emotion chip for data? Kind of. <laughs> I'll give uh, Sweet Spot some important calculations to do as fast as you can. <laughs> Maybe he'll leave me alone for a few minutes. <laughs> Three to the power of ten. Come on. Give me another one. Well, there weren't a lot of bars on Eucharist. like So, like, I'm still kind of enjoying that. This whole, like, pretending to be something to find a terrorist. I don't know if I'm skilled enough to do that kind of stuff, but... I mean, you you are practically a terrorist, so I'm sure you're really good at this. <laughs> I'm definitely not skilled enough to do it, but I can try my best. No I'm not racist. Well. I'm not racist. <laughs> he was one of those Decepticons that was way in the back. Not so much decepting, just sort of conning. <laughs> so where is the, what's the closest bar? The seedier, the better. Metroplex's armpit. I was actually, I had a joke about like, hey, where do you live? Uh, under the testicles. <laughs> Testicle sector. I hope it's rent controlled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that make you testy? Yeah. <laughs> the parties are baller, though. <laughs> Both of you lose one experience. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lose this experience right here. <laughs> the closest bar is actually McAdams. It's about an hour's walk away. You can fucking fly. I'm not flying. I'm not walking an hour. I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, what's your land speed when you're in a tank? I mean, I, I'm slow, but probably slow. Fa- probably faster than walking, though. No, I have a. I, technically, I'm I'm slow always. Like as far as like a vehicle, I go like maybe 20 miles an hour. You know, and that's, that's actually like, pretty good for a tank. <laughs> yeah, but when I'm in 
bot form, like in a combined form, I'm even slower. So like I have like a 20 move speed. You could always get back on the monorail. Right. And I'll say that if you do get back on the monorail, it is going to take you about 18 minutes. I was just going to say, like, just imagine, think about how destroyed this city must be if the closest bar is an hour away. Like... Hour walk. Hour walk. Most, a lot of pe- a lot of Transformers don't walk where they go. That is very true. I mean, the a- I think the average speed for most, uh, most Cybertronians is going to be pretty high. You're just fairly slow. <laughs> Yeah, my, my, my top speed is 45 miles an hour. Your top speed in, in tank mode? Yes, tank mode is 45 miles an hour, yeah. I imagine you'll be able to get there quicker than an hour, then. Okay. That's considerably faster than walking. <laughs> is the, um, how much larger or smaller is Cybertron compared to, say, Earth? It would be smaller, but it is also, like, solid metal, too. So, so it has a larger mass, but a smaller diameter? Right. Okay. Iacon doesn't have like sub levels now, but back in its heyday, it did. It had, you know, there were multiple sub levels, multiple uh, levels going upward. So the whole planet was pretty much kind of not all used, but a good chunk of the the uh, like the the under the crust was was used. It was sort of like Coruscant in a lot of ways in certain areas. It's like the layers and layers and layers. Is that correct? Yeah. And so there's like thirty or forty levels and nobody actually goes on the ground anymore because there's horrible things down there but presumably that's not where we're at right now we're all sort of at ground level right is there any underground structures i was gonna say whenever i envisioned cybertron i envisioned it going straight down to the core like there's no molten core there's no earth crust it's just city all the way down forever well i think it's more like a big big metal ball with a lot of internal stuff because it may or may not actually be a transformer on its own do we know that yet? You would. I would. Uh, pretty much all Cybertronians are familiar with the myth of, of Primus, and that one of the creation myths is that Primus is Cybertron. The rest of you, probably not. You can make a culture check if you want to. Hell no. I roll just because I want to feel involved. <laughs> Fourteen. Yeah, you've heard a couple of different creation myths, and one of them, one of them says that the creator god of of the Transformer race is Primus, and he has gone into hibernation as Cybertron itself. There's been no actual proof or anything. No one has found like where his brain module would have ended up, and a lot of Cybertron had already been explored before the the wars. Not many people believe that, but it still is a a, a myth. All right. Interesting. So right now we're sort of just at a almost standard metropolis sort of thing with just buildings on the surface. And- yeah, there's a couple of buildings that will have, I mean, one or two underground levels and a couple of buildings that are getting into the four or five story range. But for the most part, it is it's it's fairly, fairly flat when compared to its previous history. So this, this is a really sort of short metropolis, then. It's not like a big city, or at least it's not tall, like 400-story buildings or anything like that. It's, it's almost more like a... Um, sprawling city. Sprawling or an outpost or something like that. <clears throat> All right. Was it called Mc, McAdams? McAdams. McAdams. Hashtag? Hashtag, are there stripper bots? What? Paint strippers, maybe. <laughs> Ouch. So are you two going to go to McAdams and leave these two behind? I'm already there. Yeah. You're already there. Okay. Not a question for him. <laughs> and I think the question is going to be as well, like, how long are you guys planning on staying? Are you going to stay long enough to allow these two to catch up? Or are you just going to kind of go there and do your own thing? 
I mean, I figure we'll get there. If stuff happens, we'll deal with it. I mean, worst case, we just hang out at the bar until the smart people are done. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And a uh, sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to thank you for including me in a, amongst the smart people. But I see it paid for me to wait. Wow, that's, that's a big step coming from you. I'm trying to grow as a bot. He's pretty good at computers, though. A lot of those were high rolls. So Carapace and Wildstrike get to McAdams. McAdams' old oil house has been around on Cybertron for, for thousands and thousands of years, uh, going back very, very far. This is McAdams' new oil house, run by a bot named Blur. So I just revealed the map, and Carapace and Wildstrike, you can go ahead and put yourselves wherever you'd like inside McAdams. Somewhere in the main room, I would say. Yeah. Coming into the main room. As you enter, go ahead and make a perception check. Perception. Seven. Twenty-four. So, Carapace, you notice a couple of things here. You see a bot right behind the bar, and he's moving awfully fast. He's actually moving faster than Sweet Spot. Do they have, like, a you're drunk as soon as you walk into the bar thing? I'm not feeling anything like that. Can you see that guy? Barely. That's very odd. Yeah. Couple of bots sitting up next to the bar, and the bartender is taking their orders, as you would expect. There's a bunch of people, about a good about a dozen people sitting at tables and in booths. And up on the stage, there are a few bots uh, playing some music. The ones up on stage look a little bit odd. There's a big white bot that looks like he might be a car. He's got some wheels. And there is a floating shark. So they have weapon transformers. I'm just I'm envisioning a bard. They're like musical instrument transformers. So it's like, hey, dude, do the thing. Oh, you're like, like, you know, it's, oh, my God. That's, I love this thing. <laughs> Somebody's warm to this game. <laughs> <laughs> now, Wild Strike, you see all of that, and you notice a couple of additional things. The bots that are in the booths, a lot of them look like they are pairs. They look like they're, they have very similar designs, like similar color schemes, uh, similar heights, similar, a little bit of a similar forms to each other. It's a twins night. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of similarities between each of the, the pairs strikes you as a little bit odd. You've seen bots that are that look very, very similar to each other before. Uh, it's just you, you haven't seen, like, so many pairs in, in one place before. Is there, like, a version of Transformer, like a Gestalt bot, where they're, like, a two-part combiner? Those exist. Interesting. In fact, the entire population of Division is two bots that combine into one vehicle. That was uh, Fireshot and Vanquish on the council. Are they actually a, a, a couple like a, in that combining, or are they literally half of another? Each bot is half of one vehicle that they combine together. Right, and but are those two oh, combined yes. into the same vehicle? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, okay, well, my half, my brother and my sister are uh, playing elsewhere. You yeah, know? everybody is one of the one of the, the the sibling doesn't want to get into politics, and you end up with a front half truck, back half jet plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving on a truck plane. 
don't know when I'll be doing anything because <laughs> I can't fly because I'm a truck plane. <laughs> Just drive really fast. <laughs> I'll lean over to Carapace and say, do you see that? The, the fast guy that I can't see? No, no, no. All the pairs here. They all look the same. Hmm? Oh, look at the booths. Okay. They look the same. They look the same. They look the same. All they look the same. All the booths look the same to me. The bots, not the booths. Oh. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Maybe there is something that makes you drunk when you walk in here. As he points it out, yes, you, you do eventually start to see that there are pears. Oh, yeah. Is that like a camouflage thing? or like they? Yeah, probably. Let's, they, let's like, go with that. Are they copying one another? I don't know. Or like, I mean, would I would we recognize them as divisions? Like, can we look at a transformer and go, "Oh, you're Velocitronian," or is it totally cultural? Life science. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, whether it's a different like race, essentially. Yeah. Like, oh, you're Junkion. That would be a culture check. A culture check. Okay. Unless it was very, very obvious. Like if they transformed in front of you and combined together. Oh, you're a, you're a Havzy Havzy bot. I got it. <laughs> that's a racial. I was gonna say they hate that term. <laughs> I'm I'm backwoods, man. I learn all the racial shit first. Uh, yeah, you would have to make a culture check to figure out if it's a specifically a division or a Camion or a Velocitroni. You would have to make a life science check if you want to try to figure out what they transform into. Interesting. So I'm awful at all of those things. I guess only tell me the stuff that you think a child would notice. <laughs> you see a shark on the stage. Child would notice that. Like a shark icon or like an actual shark? A floating shark. Floating? Mm-hmm. Or flying? Floating? You would imagine he can fly. Okay. But right. right now he's just floating. And he is reciting poetry to the beat of music that the other bots are, are making. A little bit more than just snapping, but yeah. No, it's everyone's happy. Like everyone, like, oh, yeah. A beatnik bot? This is not something I'd ever expect to see. <laughs> right. Mechanical shark flying and reciting poetry. Well, that's the thing. All the, like, the, the human accoutrements of like dancing and you know drinking and music, and you're like, well, how would you... Okay. I guess we give we a good stab that. at it. Yeah. <laughs> culture is culture, man. Whatever it comes, that's what it is. So what do you guys want to do? With my perception check, do I notice anyone with a Decepticon badge? That is a good question, and I believe the answer is going to be yes. Or even a, a blatant Cybertron first. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. Like, somebody might literally be like, hey, you're like, well... With that perception check, you don't notice anyone with a Cybertron first symbol. You do notice that the pair of bots towards the back in the corner, uh, heading away from you, yep, those two there, those two have Decepticon symbols. You can kind of see one, the, the kind of the side glance of one on one of the shoulders, and the other one on the one that's facing you has it on his chest. And on the opposite side over here, near the, the furthest booth, uh, you see two of them have Autobot symbols on them. So I would like to go up to them, the Decepticon ones that I saw. Okay, you can do that. Don't you want to get drinks first? You can get a drink. I'll be right back. What do you want? Something. I don't care. Some things are good. Whatever you're getting. I'm gonna get. So I'm gonna get something <laughs> awful. Like I'm gonna ask the bl this blur person, like, "What's the worst drink that you have?" 
Hi, 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 my good bot. What can I get you? What are you drinking? What are you having? You've got to order something. It's a bar, not a battlefield. What's the worst thing that you have? The worst thing? That would be nightmare fuel. It'll rot you from the inside out, top to bottom. It'll corrode your spark casing and wreck your transformation cog. No, not in like in like a strong, as in just taste awful. The thing that no one ever orders twice. A weak engine spritzer? Bang. <laughs> and then for me, something better. <laughs> nightmare fuel it is. That sounds wonderful. <clears throat> right. Uh, okay, so you get your uh, you get your drinks and <laughs> wild strike. <laughs> nice. Wild strike. You walk up to the two Decepticons in the back. You recognize one of them. The one on the right, his name is Tiltfire. You recognize him from the Mangorai offensive about eight thousand years back. From what you remember, he racked up a fairly impressive body count uh, against the Autobots during the battle, uh, but you haven't really heard much of him lately. Okay. I'll stroll up and I'll... Hey, Tiltfire, is that you? Wild Strike, my friend, I haven't seen you in... Oh, what is that? 8,000 years? Yeah, about that. Wow, funny seeing you here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What uh, what brings you here today? I haven't seen you around. Yeah. Did you just get back to Cybertron? Yeah, recently. Recently, you've been here for a while. Yeah, my friend uh, Tremor and I came back. Uh, I came back right when the the signal went out. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, we were just here. Uh, I was at the plaza yesterday when the bombing went ta- went down. Have you seen that? I saw it on the news. I wasn't at the I wasn't at there at the plaza yesterday. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, uh... <laughs> Cybertron First Movement. You ever heard of them? Make a sense motive. Yeah, yeah I was gonna do it for that one. Seven. Yeah, I've heard, uh, I've heard some things about them. Autobots and Decepticons working together. It's, uh... It's some crazy stuff, isn't it? It is. I, I just... I never thought I'd see that in my day. Well, let's look around. There's a uh, Cybertron. Is is there's a lot of uh, well, a lot of not us around here, isn't there? That's true. All these uh, all these colonists. I would never have expected so many of them to uh, to be showing up. And all the neutrals came back too. Yeah. Yeah. We clear the field for them, and they come back all yeah. happy as can be. Do none of the work and get all the reward. Exactly. Hmm. Huh? So I mean, I. I just recently heard of this movement, but uh, I kind of like the idea that they have. I don't know if you know much about them, but... kind of looks away a little bit when you say that. No, I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it myself. Uh, just what I've heard in... What I've heard on the news broadcasts. Would you uh, be interested in joining up if you found any of them? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd have to think about it, maybe... Learn more about what they're about. I just heard some rumors. Uh, you know, it sounded interesting. Well, if you find any, uh, if you find anything out, uh, you let me know. I'd uh, I'd be interested in hearing about them as well. You do the same. They, they seem to have some some decent ideas. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's good seeing you, though. Yeah, yeah, you too. Tremor will also kind of like wave by like as Zira, as you finish up talking, uh, the two of them will actually get up and uh, head out the uh, head out the, the door and start uh, making their way out of the bar. Okay. 
I'll return to uh, Carapace. Carapace, which one are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking the Nightmare Fuel. Give me a 42 save. <laughs> oh, I'm like, here, this is for you. Thanks. Uh, that's not good. Uh, that is a 10. Yeah, 10. You take three points of non-lethal damage. Oh, this has got some kick. Is that from the whole glass or just from, like, the sip? Uh, I assume you did the whole glass. So you take, uh, you chug your nightmare fuel, you give the the weak Njex spritzer to Wildstrike. You gonna drink it? Yep. It is so bland. You can't believe it, how... Good roleplay. This is... disgusting. Yeah, I asked for the worst thing on the menu. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> you should try some of the stuff that I just had. I mean, it... I think I might be rotting inside... I don't know if I want to try that. I think he got you the Cybertronian equivalent of a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bud Light. Call of a blur. Uh, he gets up to you before you even finish uh, raising your hand the first time. Oh. Uh, could I get something with taste? I don't know why you're drinking the spritzer. No one ever orders it. Did your friend give you that? Are you sure he's your friend? Here, try this. It's Probex. You'll like it much better. Yeah. Thank you. T- it tastes decent. I feel like I'm hallucinating when I look at you. What do you mean? How do you mean? What are you talking about? Like you're moving too quickly. Is this? Are you? You must be a Velocitronian, but I've never seen a Velocitronian move that fast. No, no, no. I'm Cybertronian all the way, from my tail fin to actuators, top, bottom, in, and out. Do you have like a field when you walk in here? You get a little drunk or something? No, 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 not at all. Why? Are you seeing double, triple? Are you seeing things, people, places? Do I need to cut you off? Nightmare fuel does strange things to bots. Not double, but it, but it's like you're you're there one moment, and then all of a sudden you're like, it looks like there's two of you. Or more multiple of you. Oh, like this? <laughs> yeah. I'm just fast. Understatement. I think uh, Carpus is having severe culture shock here. Yeah. Let's go ahead and see what is going on with Sweet Spot and Magnum. Now, if I recall correctly, you were rolling up some computers checks over the course of the evening. Yes, I have all the, the rolls for the computers. Okay, so go ahead and give me your rolls. You have nine rolls for the various uh, clinics and hospitals that are in Iacon to get that information. And I've been helping them out on a tandem terminal. 26, 19, 31, 23, 20, 25, 20, 31, 11. The one one in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that was the one. You know, <laughs> his uh, sweet spot's help was very, very useful for pushing me to twenty or, the, or around there many times. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there was one time that I failed to aid at least yeah. a little. No, it was super helpful. It was super effective. I imagine Magnum's just taking a nap while this is going on. <laughs> Seems to be his kind of his natural. I thought he was the terminal we were using. <laughs> He could be. I mean, he has a computer. So, if you could get a free massage, <laughs> if you could get a free massage, why not? <laughs> Magic fingers. <laughs> all right. With all of those rolls, you are able to determine that five of the nine places that you examined have inventories that are appropriate for the amounts that they have gotten. That they have gotten. Ooh, that helps a lot. <laughs> 
four of the places you are unable to determine if they uh, if the inventories match up. Not because it, it just doesn't show it, but because you weren't able to successfully hack into those mainframes. Oh, tricky, tricky, tricky. One of which was the central hospital, the central reclamation. It's probably the toughest one anyway. Do I feel like I triggered any countermeasures or set up any alerts? You do not feel as if you did, but I don't think you would know about it if you did. Baselessly confident. <laughs> All right, I can deal with that. Like the ones you are successful with, you, you do feel that the numbers that you're seeing are accurate. Whether they were reported accurate or not is a completely different matter, but you feel that the the numbers that you're seeing are as accurate as you can get. This is about balancing probabilities here. So, so we start with the ones that actually have a deficiency? Yep. And then if we don't find well, we anything don't, there... No, none of the ones, we, we don't know of any deficiencies, We don't, but we know five that don't. So I think those the five that don't have deficiencies will, the ones we don't pay as much attention to, and we focus on the four that yeah. I was not able to get the information from. And we have to find out who has access to those chemicals in those facilities, I would say. That would be my, my vote. And then try to account for their, their movements. Not sure if we should do that in person or do. I mean, transformer voting is weird because you're always two to hit one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm about to leave anyway. Uh, he's not. He's not. He's not. You're not a member of the Democratic Party anyway, are you? <laughs> I'm a member of the uh, the Speedway Party, and I have been sitting here all day. I was and all say night. speed makes right doesn't have the same ring to it. Nope, but uh, speed is life. If you say so. <laughs> you got the two polar opposites in the room. <laughs> I am a place. You move everywhere, <laughs> and, and the other one doesn't move at all. <laughs> Social outcast. Like, you know. I'm a place, and he likes hanging around me. Like, this, you know, this could be a wonderful love story. <laughs> yeah. I am your destination. <laughs> all right, well, maybe we should go uh, find yes, our Yes, we friends. should go. Go somewhere. Go, go fast. Where are we going? Doesn't matter, as long as we're going. Well, we don't know where. We have to call them up, see where they went to. All right, call them up. I will uh, change back into Magnum. Yeah, what do you guys want? Yeah, where'd you go? You done with your sciencey stuff? Yeah, we're done with sciencey stuff. Oh, good. I didn't uh, come out uh, all smelling like roses and things like that. Uh, stuff. Don't quite get that down. Where'd you go? Uh, McAdams. McAdams? Yeah. There's a guy here, you're going to love him. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, we're going to be there in... How fast can you get there? How far is it? About a mile. No, it's not a mile. It's, it's an hour. It's, it's an, an hour, hour, hour walking. walking. Why don't you go back and forth a few times while I get there? Okay. Stretch your tires. All right. I run outside. I transform. I get going. Oh, look. It's already dark. I get to use my headlights. Hmm. Makes me feel like I'm going faster. Aren't they just stickers? They're reflective stickers. There are lights on the street. I'm really sensitive, and you know, you said you wouldn't bring that up. They glow in the dark. <laughs> All right. Turn back into Magnum. Head off for the dirty subway. Zoom. Okay, so about uh, 20, 25 minutes later, you you get there. Uh, you've made it there. You head back. You made it there again. You head back, and then you make it there all the way. I want to drive around a block a couple of times, check it out, you know, make sure there's no one hanging around around the back or, in, you know, inside the alleyways or, uh, you know, maybe climb up on the roof and check that out too and go back down. You can do all that in the time it takes for Magnum to get there on his train. Jeez, man, it's like dealing with a caffeinated squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> What's a squirrel? <sighs> Some sort of small, furry rodent of un- unspecified purpose. Okay, w- was that it? Is there more? I feel like I'm waiting. 
Something about nuts. Let me, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that I get. Uh, let me hold the door for you. Go on in. Thank you very much. Anytime. Uh, Actually, before you guys head in the door, you do notice along the backside of the building, probably at one of the, the back entrances, you see two bots that have a very similar design leaving the building and kind of taking a quick look up and down the street before moving on. From the back side? Back entrance. All right. I want to take my comm unit and uh, just make it a little quick recording of them. Just to identify them. That's all. Just checking it out. I'm a scout. That's what I do. And with that, the two of you head into McAdam's new oil house, and we'll see you next time. Oh, I can't even get a drink on. I just I want to meet this guy. <laughs> This is Circuit reporting for the Iacon Newsfeed with breaking news on this day, 6th Cycle 04. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. Wildstrike the Decepticon is played by Mike M. Rex, Blazer, Grazer, and Laser are played by Rob Muller. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. And Adam A. Chu plays Sweet Spot, junior representative of Velocitron. Stay up to the nanosecond on all the latest news on Cybertron and beyond by tuning into the Transmissions Network. Please support our show by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Until next time, Cybertron, this is Circuit signing off.